Summer, 1149. There's a legend of an ageless mouse. Doesn't make much sense when you think about it. Not sure if it's scary or sad. Not clear on the moral either. But that's all because I heard it nine ways at least. But any of them, with the right telling, will get somebody to your way of thinking. Lead a mouse by the paw with your words. In one version, that's even how he did it. Hello everybody and welcome back to Six Feet Under. We are playing Mouse Guard again for you today, following the events, the adventures, the travails of Bat Patrol. My name is Grant, your Games Mouse, and we have today Devious Vacuum is Zeke. Howdy folks. And Eliza playing Lily. Yep. And Poor Weather is indeed Isolde. Hello. And Riley as Francisca. Uh, but... In any case, I'm so happy to be back with all these fine folks. And uh, before we start, do we have any volunteers for the recap? I what will take it. All right, tell us what happened last time, Riley. All right, well, last time we were given a secret mission by Genry. We didn't even know who we were supposed to be escorting. We were supposed to escort someone, though. However, it turned out to be the mysterious benefactor, Debra. <laughs> Ah, uh, Debbie. Yeah, but it turned out to be Gwendolyn, so... We have a task to go to a secret meeting. And as we traversed, we went through Owl's Howl. And there we encountered... The Owl. Or not not the Owl, the Son of Owl. And even though Francisco was ready to dive into action, we managed to talk the Owl down. There's also the side story of Gwendolyn talking to each of the individual mouse guard and some suspicion of Zold. And then at the end of... Yep. She didn't quite get one-on-ones -on -one with all of you yet, but pretty close. Uh, so, after the owl flew away, Zeke fainted. Yeah, it's basically where we, where we find ourselves, uh, on the far side of Owl's Hollow. Uh, it's, it's been a short time. Uh, I think Francisca's been carrying Zeke, because still, there is no time to lose on this urgent and secret mission. Yeah, don't worry uh, about Zeke. I'll take care of you, don't worry. It'll be a shame the, if you slow down the hill. How's the carrying going? Yeah. How am I being carried? Am I being That's dragged? That's a good question. Oh, no, not dragged. Probably, probably carried on the back. Someone else is probably carrying Francesca's stats. She's getting really passive-aggressive about it, though. <laughs> I, it's probably uh, Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn is, is carrying Francesca's weapon. So this, this continues on through uh, a few hours of wilderness trekking. Uh, it takes a little longer than it should, what with your... your uh, trailblazing expert being the one who is out of commission currently. I mean, Francisco uh, does have... Oh, wait, she only has four Pathfinder, never mind. Only four. <laughs> eight, yeah. Ain't too shabby, frankly. <laughs> uh, but before we get too deep into it, uh, yeah, we, we know what the the mission goal is to, to secure a diplomatic relationship with the Bat King uh, in this secret meeting in, in Walnut Peck. But that's not necessarily what everybody's aiming for. I'd like to ask everyone's personal goals. Love to give my goal while unconscious. 
<laughs> I think that Zeke's goal this session is to feel relieved, and we'll see if I can achieve that. My goal is catharsis. <laughs> <laughs> Any other volunteers, or shall I go down and start calling on people in the class? I can volunteer. Um... I feel like I gave I gave his all the fairly ambitious goal last time, which she failed. So this time I'll give her a quite simple goal. Actually, I say like I've done that like almost every session for like recent memory. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna make his old goal not to panic. All right. Is that that a simple one? <laughs> yeah, it's, I feel like that's mm, well, you know, it's it seems simple. Uh, Francisco, Lily. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm learn a legend from one of the bats. One of their legends. Ooh, that's cool. That's a fun one. She wants to put on like her best face for uh, Gwendolyn to you know really Aww. like kind of prove herself to Gwendolyn as kind of like maybe a, a obviously because she's her boss, but also. Um, because she hasn't seen her mom in a long time, and Gwendolyn's yeah. kind of a like the like the fill-in mom now, <laughs> the de facto mom that just joined the group, and so you know she's she's like, well, I can't prove myself to Sable, but my boss is here, and I you know oh boy want to prove I mean, that I'm I'm deserving of being a, a guard's mouth, so that's her goal. It's hard not to be the fill-in mom when your job title is a matriarch. Right, <laughs> she's literally the matriarch. She's, she's the been mother momming of the guard. us a little bit so yeah. far. Guards mom. Uh, <laughs> so, so as I was saying, this uh, hot, dry weather has continued. But uh, aside from uh, just the the sweat that uh, is just making y'all a bit sticky. It's pretty easy uh. going. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Uh, so I, I think it's been a few hours and you see uh, that noble spruce that is the, the shell of spruce tuck approaching. Uh, Zeke, I think this is when you, you start to, to rouse yourself. What do you see? What, what is your vantage point around you? Stark, blackness everywhere. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's this? Uh, green uh, hints of light through the through the trees. Uh, did we make it? Uh, am, am I dead? Is this heaven? And I did we make it out? Oh, Francisca, you're here. Oh no, that must mean we didn't make it. <laughs> I just dropped Zeke. It was an honor <laughs> you as you walk away from from me, I'm like, it was an honor to have fought with you in battle. Just unceremoniously dumps him to the ground. I, I thought the total <laughs> enveloping blackness was Francisca's fur. That it was. You woke up in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> glad, glad I wasn't too off there. Alright. <laughs> uh so yeah, everybody Zeke's awake. Zeke's back. Oh good. Now I just need to get my back back into adjustment. Uh, Francisca, I believe this is yours. Oh, uh, yes, thank you. I, I'll get by with just the one walking stick now. Uh, well, uh, so we're... Oh, this is Spruce Tuck, I see. So we, uh... Um, yes, 
Yes, it is, Gwendolyn says as she uh, puts her hat back on, makes eye contact with everybody. Remember, Deborah. Deborah. Got it. One last hurrah for the fake identity. Whew, I feel great. Honey, you want up for a jog down to Sprucek? Well, don't jog right in. You have to check in your weapon. His ult seems a bit surprised at Zeke's disposition. <laughs> oh, he has gotten over everything so quickly. It's a little concerning. I mean, huh. you know. Right. Oh, right. We have to. Yes, I. Hmm. Well, everyone make sure to hold on to your weapon tags. Wouldn't want anything to happen to them. What? What do you mean by that? Well, def- you know, it's it's uh, it's hard, easy to lose these things, like last time we were here. <laughs> You're funny, Zeke. Nobody loses their weapon tag so easily. I look nervously at, at Isolde and Lily, and I say, All right! Isolde bites her lip. Just... <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't do anything that foolish, would we? Lily and hey. Isolde. Yeah, you know. I, you know, we're all very competent people here. We don't make mistakes. Never once. I mean, they were more like stolen, so it doesn't really count That's as a true. mistake. I mean, it wasn't really our fault. Is it really the victim's fault if something is stolen from them? Well, we probably should have taken like an extra precaution or something, but I guess there wasn't really much we could do. At yeah, the time. if only we had lanyards for our weapons. Only we packs. had lanyards. In in the meantime, in the like year since it's, we've been here, have they implemented lanyards? I think Gwendolyn brought her own lanyards. Like oh, Gwendolyn like... definitely strikes me as a mouse who owns a lanyard. Oh sure, oh, she's <laughs> got a, She just has them in her purse. She has like several gets, lanyards in her purse. She gets invited to a lot of conferences. <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of business travel. <laughs> yeah, she just gives us all some that she has, and they have like different like mouse con. 1155 mm-hmm. it, or whatever. It's a lot it. of different corporate sponsors from a lot of different events. They none of them match. <laughs> uh well, uh off we go then. I'm sure this will be our last chance to uh resupply and prepare ourselves for the final stretch. I suppose we should set off tomorrow then. Uh might as well rest in a real bed. And uh, traveled by daylight for once, if everyone if everyone agrees to that. I visited Spruce Talk on the way back from uh, the last patrol, right? Unless I'm misremembering. Did I? Like after, like when we were heading back to Lockhaven after all that stuff. In, what, in uh, spring. In a montage. Yeah. Just trying to recall. I don't remember what I... happens in montages, but I feel like yes. We were further <laughs> north, I thought. Were we? I feel like I'm. Here again, but never anything mind. can happen uh, in a montage. Are you in Blue Patrol? Was yeah. I in Blue Patrol? Well, I was in. Oh, uh, yeah. You're in Red oh, no. Patrol with them. No, you you didn't. I didn't. Okay. You did not pass through Spruce Tuck on the way back. Must no. be imagining things. Please forgive me. Just signs of an ailing mind. <laughs> was Spruce Tuck one of the stops on the tour for uh, Citrus and Scurvy the Clown? Perhaps, but it's not where you went. You you are uh, helping them out on the northern branch. Uh, so yes, uh, as has been alluded to, Spruce Tuck uh, is has been seen on the podcast before. It is uh, a haven for science mice built up inside a hollowed out spruce tree. This is the place with the the elevators and dumbwaiters, and uh, it's where uh, South Patrol. Uh, in their earliest days, 
I got a bunch of scent mix to lay the scent border. That was their first mission oh. way back when in our first season. Those were simpler times when we had nice one-point objectives and nothing was mm -hmm. difficult and complicated. Nothing was difficult there and complicated was no, like, except espionage. for hiding the fact that friend. Lily's new best friend Isile was the one who tried oh, he, to sabotage uh, your mission and oh, disarm yeah. you. Oh, yep. You're ruining the uh, moment. You're ruining the fantasy. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> Back in simpler times, when I had like hood. Please let me wax poetic about the past. About putting out the past was actually bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's spruce stuck, and now you are here again. And before you, there, there uh, is one of those memorable twin brothers back at their station, uh, exchanging tags for weapons because this is a disarmed settlement. No, 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 no pointy things here. Wow. Hello, Laird and or Baird. That's me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, how, how was the wedding? <laughs> it was lovely. Some tears were shed. Uh, great food. Ah, uh, this must be, uh, Baird was the one getting married, right? So this must be Laird, because he doesn't seem to care that much. <laughs> Classic brothers. So, uh, what seems to be... Let me, uh, try to remember. I mean, you, uh, definitely Axe. I can see it. It's huge. Uh... It's been a few years, yes. <laughs> uh, here, here to see the family? Yeah, I think we could probably stop in and see them. We're here for the day. Okay, we got, uh, we got four guards mouse here. And uh, if you don't mind me chatting, who's who's the escort? Who's so important? They're getting four, a full patrol of four. My goodness, she must be. Hmm. Oh, this is uh, Deborah. She's uh, she's kind of new around here. I hear she's into uh, bad boys with swords, but. Oh well, I'm a married man. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, I'm going to need a uh, roll to convince Baird of. Uh, that Deborah is not an important person. Wasn't part of the thing like she's like a translator or something? Did we did up? not come up with a cover story. That's a good cover story. We quickly I mean, back out. What's our cover story? She did translate last time, so that's what I would say if I had to make up a lie on the spot. It's like she's a translator. It is a, it is a skill she can demonstrate if it comes down to it. Is Deborah herself not going to have a say in this? Like, has she got nothing to add to our potentially compromising her. I feel like if she talks too much, she might. people might recognize your voice. Yeah. The, mm. the best way to be disguised is to not have to do it yourself. That's true. I mean, most of the guard mouse here have probably never even been to Lockhaven, and I doubt the guard captain, not guard captain, but the commander of the guard can leave on a regular basis, but she might have come here when she was still working as, like, you know, a lower-ranked member and still prominent, or some of them might have been... You know, ex they might be other people who were ex-guard or who... Have you seen these lanyards? She travels. Hmm. <laughs> so if we do the translator thing, would that still count as just, uh, deceiver or would that be persuader? Uh, I mean, it, it would be either. You're persuading someone of a lie. So I feel like... But it's not can... a total lie. I have a four persuader, and I have no points in deceiver, so... Okay, well, give me that it's one. Really you good. are rolling against one. Half true. Baird is not particularly suspicious. I should have brought my dice program here. All right. Am I just rolling by myself? Nobody else is going to help me? 
We're helping. I don't think you need uh, it, but we're nodding. Obstacle one. We're nodding vigorously as you speak. Yeah, that's four successes then. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. M- must be something terribly important to be translated, but uh, have a good time. Enjoy yourselves. You you have all uh, exchanged your your implements of violence for handy red tags uh, that can be securely secured on a lanyard if you so choose. Oh, definitely. Uh, so within, uh, Spruce Tuck opens before you this network of, network of pulleys and dumbwaiters. Uh, immediately before you is this great central fire uh, casting... Uh, it's, it's kept very, very low. You arrived in daytime, and also, it's, it's not weather for a big fire. Uh, but it is still there. It is infrastructure after all. I feel like Spruce Tuck uh, probably gets a bit uncomfortable in the summer, like kind of musty oh, and... Yeah. A bit gross with all of the All the windows chemicals. are open. There is a cross breeze, thank goodness. Uh, in, in fact, there's... With so many windows open and the breeze going through, it actually spins a little bit. So, like, oh. uh, somebody drops some papers, you can see, and they, as they flutter down, they sort of make a trace a cyclone shape around uh, the, the inside. Uh... Some of those pages are going to be lost forever as they land inside the coals of this fire. Oh no. Oops. Well, let's see. So we just need to so get I'm some supplies. So I'm going to ask how, yeah, who's who's going to handle some resupply? Well, we can get some food from my, from my mom's. I know a place uh, where there's some good cheese. <laughs> yeah, Plague. Plague's still kicking. Wow. We've, it's really... It's really been a long time. Uh, well, I guess I don't totally remember where the cheese is. That would be Lily, who would really remember. Well, we got plenty of food covered, so we should probably also figure out... What do you need to talk to bats? What do you need to talk to bats? Do we, do we need some delicious fruit to bribe them? Do we need... That's not a half bad idea. Like, are you saying this amongst yourselves, or are you including Deborah in on this conversation? I'm asking Deborah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the way I see it, we're going to need three things when we get there. We're going to need to make a welcome that is worthy of the Bat King. We're going to need to present something that we can provide that's worth more than what the weasels can. And we're going to need to keep uh, the entire occurrence secret uh, for fear that loose lips, you know. Hmm. If, th- if this looks like a preparation for war, it will provoke war. So, uh, if any of that you think we can find here in Spruce Tuck, uh, be my guest. Go, go out and search. Isolde speaks up. While bats are most known for eating fruit, uh, they also consume a wide variety of insects. They'll eat almost anything, really, especially flying insects, moths, uh, flies, that sort of thing. We're not exactly well-equipped to get some bugs right now, but we think I might know something that might help there. There are always experiments going on in Spruce Tuck that involve bugs or that require them as ingredients. There's likely some around here somewhere that we could procure. Lily, maybe uh, keep your keep your spider hidden 
then. Uh, I'm not, not not saying they're going to just go and take someone's pet. It's just you know this is a <laughs> yeah. I, things like the scent actually, barrier are made from you know things like that, among other things. Stencil stencil fits in here more than almost anywhere you've been. Uh, Spruce Tuck is a is a place that is full of insect pets. Uh, spiders, pretty rare, but a fair amount of beetles, a few grasshoppers are, are hanging out, and le less is livestock, but yes, more is friends and companions. Stencil, Stencil's just uh, in her element, I guess, as far as, you know, pets go. I didn't really get to keep any pets when I was living here before I joined the guard. That's more because, you know, food doesn't really, you don't want to have insects mm. around them. Oh, be because uh, your your mom ran a bakery. You mean? Yep. Oh, that's yeah. a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, I mean, I think that fruit is maybe a better option than the the morally gray area of like going to a pet shop and buying a bug. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's old. If you want to take that one, <laughs> I would say I would say the the idea of procuring uh. A, a lot of bat food, including bugs, is very different from just bringing samples. <laughs> and and yes, one is a bit of a better look than the other right here. Yeah. In this particular town. I mean, if we could stay here for a few days, we could probably get some bugs in bulk, but it would take a while to get the right numbers. They probably don't have that many. Many for sale. Are we doing this for our initial meeting, or are we doing this for, like, the offering? to overcome mm. the weasel's offering. This is probably the welcome, right? The the present to like oh, that we need to give them to show them like mm -hmm. that we, we're better. That probably that probably has to be weapons, right? But didn't wasn't it said there's a moment ago that if we gave them weapons, it would be you know interpreted as immediately as us making an alliance for warfare, which would be ill-advised. What else? What else do we got that that they that they don't got? Other than friendship. <laughs> hmm. Hizzle contemplates this for a moment. Well, that's awfully presumptuous to say that they don't have friendship. Uh, the weasels. Oh. They have well. friendship! Uh, generally speaking, I though, agriculture... probably have friendship. Agriculture and, like, you know, uh, luxury goods uh, are probably... Our greatest strength than arms, because you know if, the weasels. If mostly... weasels don't have friendship, then then prove what. What do you have to say about this? And Lily pulls out her cell phone and shows her. It, she shows her contact list that Isal's number is in it. The <laughs> weasel... Except it's actually like a note. She pulls out a notepad, and it's a note that Isal wrote. It just says hi, Lily. I thought you were going to show a cell phone with pictures of you and Isal. Yeah, <laughs> selfies like they took in the tunnels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her her extremely Lily has like a like a expensive cell phone. She has an <laughs> iPhone X. Wow! Wow! Really good benefits in the mouse guard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Get in on the yeah the family plan. <laughs> I would. Uh, I am glad we're having this conversation, but I pre would prefer we have it. Uh, somewhere behind closed doors. Yes, also I think we're blocking traffic. Sorry. It's a good idea. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's go to a, a Francisca, tavern. you said uh, you might have beds for us for the night? Yeah, I mean, my ma, ever since she retired, she 
She has been offering some lodging, at least, so... Well, let's see how tightly we can pack it. I mean, I still have my spare bed. That's not being rented out, so should be enough room. Uh, what, what level is, uh, this bakery on? Does it have a name? Tell me all about your moms, Francisca. Oh, I will tell you everything. It's actually located pretty... fairly up high. Okay, okay. So we have to take quite a few dumb waiters and... Ah, uh, shoot, name of the bakery. Ah. Uh, oh no. It doesn't need a name. Something and if about it has a name, it doesn't need it just now. Like treetop or something. Lookout bakery... Horizon Bakery. Look out, Bakery makes me feel like I'm always like right on the verge of getting hit by something. Uh, where every bun I mean, is a surprise. That's, that, it, they that throw your food at you, off. and they say, look out when they throw it to you, and you have to catch it. It might be known for a few loaves of bread falling out the side. Ah, but yes, um, so, Francisca's moms, she refers to them as Ma, who is uh, Robin, she's the ex-patrol uh, guard in the mouse guard, she is a medium-sized Blackford mouse. She's the one that lost an arm in a crab fight, so that's why she had a sudden retirement. And then there's Isabella, she is a very large uh, blonde fur mouse, she's the one that runs the bakery here. I think before they moved to the Spruce Tuck, uh, Isabella had a, um, she's actually in Wildcaven too, because they needed some, you know, do some cooks there as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and... Again, they, they've written letters to you. Uh, a couple of the seasons, uh, Francisca's letters have been from one of her parents or the other. Uh, they, you know she saves them all. Yeah. Aw, aw, that's nice. And uh, to reiterate something we said not too long ago, uh, they, they do winter in Lockhaven to be one big happy family together. And when that happens, I'm sure Isabella gets back to her old job helping feed Lockhaven during winters, even though uh, three quarters of the year she, she's back here in, in business for herself. She not only provides food, she's one of the most jolly mice alive, so she really lights up the atmosphere. Cool, cool. Well, uh, this is a Tuesday. Tuesday is, uh, uh, they, they have a Tuesday special, so there's a line slightly out the door even at this place that's a bit of a pain to get to, you know? It, it's a little off the beaten path, right? And what what is the Tuesday special? Is it uh, some sort of special loaf? Is it like a sweet bread, like a dessert-type bread? Is it is it cake? I want to say it's uh, blueberry pie. Ooh, it's pie! That's a good one. All right. Yep, it's blueberry season. The pies are especially good this week. Uh, and... Uh, as you try to go ahead, uh, someone in the back is like, Hey, the line starts behind me. And, uh, and that's that, unless... Oh, that's okay, we know the band. <laughs> what? Yeah, Francisco, oh. what, do you, what do you say to somebody telling you not to go into your mom's house? Well, I'm trying to decide if I want to say, Actually, I'm just going home, don't mind me. Or if I want to try to do a secret, like, code... To let my mom know I'm here, which would involve ordering something especially ludicrous. So I think it would be something like. Hmm. So she's gonna go ahead and call out, "Hey, I need an order of three sea salt pies." Uh, a window shutters open, and uh, Ma leans out and says, "Hey, wait your turn." 
Would you look at that? It's your turn. All of you in here. Well, here we go. Everybody with a cloak, come on in. <laughs> There's like some guy who just like had a cloak because he thought it was fashionable. He's like, oh, we'll do it. All right. Okay. <laughs> wow, it's my lucky day. Technically, yes. I don't <laughs> got my eye on you, though. <laughs> wow, thank you. I just want pie. <laughs> Golly. So what do you guys got cloaks for? <laughs> <laughs> really behind the times, huh there, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I just, I just like cloaks. What can I say? All right. Michael, you're here every Tuesday. I know your order will take care of you and get you out of here. Uh, Gosh, thank out you. on your way. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, we're we're swamped. Uh, I hope you don't mind uh, talking while we work, but you're gonna start talking. How are things? And you get a big hug from the front. Before it's done, you get a big hug from behind. There's the other one. Uh, <laughs> I like to imagine that Francis is uh, picking up Robin, who, and she's being picked up by Isabella. Yes, Aww. absolutely. So yeah, we're um, we're stopping in for the day. We have a nice little uh, meeting to go to tomorrow. So actually, maybe we should help out around here too, since we're kind of shooting. Oh, let's see. There's five of you, huh? Uh, it'll it'll be tight, but we can squeeze you all in. Uh, says. Isabella is uh, uh, taking another four pies on a single tray out of the oven. <sighs> so, yeah, where? How have things been uh, keeping you? What? Oh, gosh, what? What's the last letter you got? Oh, that would be the just from the end of spring. It's the last letter we got. Oh, okay. And then for as long as you can stand it, uh, she keeps you up to date with everything that next time you're back in Lockhaven you will read in a letter, you know, all the local gossip and everything uh, and just family stuff. It, it's a warm, happy family home and these are the, the kind of women who do not care to, to self-censor their like private family business <laughs> in front of this line of I'd say a dozen and a half people who are trying to buy pie in, in, in between these statements. Do they just keep like handing the, the the other three of us pies to give to people, like to give to customers? Oh yeah! Like we're just going. If you're gonna take up space, you're gonna be put to work. Like, yeah. and that's great because I don't want to talk to anyone, so I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you need some conveyor belts to just stand there. Yeah, it's a whole fireman brigade thing. Uh, so I, uh, we have reunited. You are set up for the night. Uh, you will not be tired uh, when we cut to the next day because y'all got a bed. Congratulations. Yay. But is there anything anyone else would like to handle in the meantime? Hmm. Well, we can't ask them for th- we can't ask them for some of the for like a shipment of blueberries for the bats in front of all these people. No. Did we decide on blueberries? No. Cl- closing time will eventually come. If there's nothing we want to get to before then, we can just say it came. Well, it's but- blueberry season, <laughs> so. Unless I was going to say earlier, well, this all was going to say earlier that the weak point of the weasels is probably they don't have very good, like, agriculture and, like, very good, uh, like, luxury food goods because they rely, they live underground and rely on slave labor, so. Francesca holds up a finger. I'm glad you said that because I do have a secret weapon about that. Although she's kind of having her hands full, she kind of points her tail at a map 
Isolde looks nervous at the very secret weapon. Like, looks around <laughs> a little bit. Are we going Are we going to have a quest to assemble ingredients to make Isabella's ultimate fruit pie? Giant fruit pie. Ultimate fruit to pie. To present the bats. I would make an, an awesome uh, initial offering. Bat- bats do not eat wheat normally, but, you know, maybe if it's good enough. It doesn't. It can be. It doesn't have to be a literal pie with dough. Perhaps the key to winning this war is rhubarb. Uh. <laughs> it just that just feels like a very Paper Mario type of quest that I could I could be really into. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, with no one else having pressing matters, uh, night night has fallen. Uh, or at least bakeries close early. So, like, if, if you want to do other things, it's available. But uh, the the Francisca family farm is uh, is calmed down and and just ready to be a a chill hangout for cool folks. You ran out of pie. You ran out of pie and had to close up shop. Oh no! Oh no, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> oh no, we ran out of pie. Our whole business is going under. <laughs> I hate whenever I start selling stuff and then I run out of it. There's only a set amount of pie in the whole world and we used it all up. It's over now. God damn it, Michael. <laughs> God. So yeah, uh, you were talking about supplying yourselves. You were talking about trying to set up either an initial offering and or uh, a long-term uh, sort of gift to, in, in exchange for whatever the, the bats are willing to exchange for. Um, yeah, so well, while everyone is here, real quick, Francis was going to pull out a map, and she's going to point to a certain groves south of Lockhaven. Mm-hmm. So, there happens to be a nice little grove of wild seed, not the town wild seed, but actual grain being grown. I want to add that it's attracted quite a few insects as well. Hmm. We, I, I think your route even took you, if not through it, then very near it. So ev- everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. So I think that would make, like, just an area that's persistent for insects that they could fly to. It's a bit of a flight, but, you know, it's a reliable food source. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've considered the possibility of uh, a enterprise like Woodstuff's Grove, but rather than uh, spiders, uh, insects that the bats might enjoy more. But uh, this is... I mean, this is halfway there. There's everything we can do to sweeten the deal on this. That's that's a fantastic idea, Francisca. Thank you. Uh, at, at this point, uh, Deborah takes off her hat uh, and, and hangs it up and starts to relax, and then, uh, uh, and then Robin, like, yep, yeah, with fake bluster, like, what? It's you! <laughs> and she laughs to herself, because she thinks that's a very good joke. Uh, <laughs> Gwendolyn smiles and says, thank you for not saying anything. Uh, we are, as you can see, I'm trying to travel anonymously hand to us just a big like conspicuous mess <laughs> nothing suspicious about us at all 
four cloaks gathered together. I'm counting Lily as a cloak. I'm not sure, did Gwendolyn bring her cloak, or I assume not, she's- It's, it's in the bag. It's ah. packed up. Yeah. Formal wear. So, again, you have some goals laid out ahead of you. Who is going to pursue one? I'm, I'm bad at the whole, like, international politics thing, so the, the getting fruit thing seems is very appealing to me. That sounds great. I'm down with fruit. Fruit sounds good. Zeke and Lily f- team fruit. It's I all love that, it. It's all never had this good at the international politics thing, but bad at talking to people, so... I wonder if there's, like, a role that fits both of those, or... <laughs> I mean, Isolde can be integral in the, this planning phase, it seems to be I happening. See. Gwendolyn will not be going out this door again. She's, like... We probably... She, she's got a back room out of sight. She has old friends to catch up yeah. with. She is set. We need, like, both a... We need both an initial big gift for the bats and the promise of, like, a trade treaty or something to keep them, you know, to entice them into really wanting to support us. Uh, so, basically, we need to just give them a small demonstration of what will, what is going to come in the future. I guess this is basically just rehashing what uh, Francesca was already going <laughs> over. So, is anyone handling? They're handling handling the fruit. Is anybody handling the bug part of the gift basket? Is there going to uh, be a bug part? Was that the plan? I mean, stencil could catch help catch bugs. Stencil can help that's catch true. bugs. That's true. Stencil can help catch bugs. Uh, Isolde would know just from life experience where the uh, science mice that work on bugs get their bugs. That's true. And, and bug parts. Yeah, where are the bugs at? Can you point me in the direction of the bugs, <laughs> She could probably uh, call in some favors. Everything yeah. you just said sounds extremely ominous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, you know, I assume they like- Isolde, that's the weirdest way I've ever heard anyone talk about getting food as a gift for someone. It's just- I'm not trying to be- trying to be sinister. It's just- Trying to put a hit on somebody? (laughs) Isolde looks flustered. (laughs) I'm teasing, like, no. Well, the- the bugs are- Are you trying to put a hit on someone? No, no. (laughs) The- the- The bugs here, they're normally used for, you know, producing other things, not usually sold directly. You know, you- but lots of bugs have lots of stuff in them that, you know, animals also have in them, but are easier to get than animals because animals are hard to, you know, kill and catch. So sometimes it's easier to get a bug if you need, you know, a certain hormone or a certain, uh, how would you put it? How- Do you know what a hormone is, Lily? Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, I think my mom explained to me about those ones. Oh my god. Yeah, Sable wouldn't have explained it. Yeah, she wouldn't have. <laughs> Our best bet to get a bunch of bugs would be to go down to uh, the laboratories. Lily's heard of birds and bees, but not in any particular context. They probably we could probably get a lot of them for not very much because you know usually they they just harvest the parts of the ingredients they need and then they sort of just leave the rest to wash. So there's probably a lot of scrap we could take and the bats wouldn't even notice. Scrap. Bug yeah. scrap. Yeah, let's get some bug scrap. Making a lot of assumptions here about how the manufacturing process in Spruce Tuck works. Hopefully, this is acceptable to you, Grand. That sounds fantastic. You're the expert, not me. Repeating bug scrap, bug scrap. Stencil's really stoked about this. Yeah, Stencil's like. (laughs) (laughs) Isolde says that she will go to speak with some of the uh, leading science people, like manufacturing people, science manufacturing people. What am I saying? The 
the people oversee it well they're not researchers because they're probably just producing certain potions and you know reagents on a mass scale just from certain mm-hmm. stuff so is all going to go speak to whoever runs who she presumably will notice in some capacity whoever like runs that operation yeah that sounds great so i was looking at old transcripts to try to find the name of the npc that we had last time in spruce tuck the the old researcher that uh is old studied under oh yeah him was it a her? I've... Him or her? I... It's been a while. So I've kind of... yeah, it's been a long time. Remember, it time. wasn't in my uh, wasn't in my initial things. What's when we decided on the moment? So, well, Zeke is a simple mouse and enjoys the simple task of just going to get fruit. Has mm-hmm. has like Gwendolyn offered uh, any money for us to like spend offer these people or spend on this project, or is this something uh, I have to procure she... independently? She'll help on resource checks, that's it. See? She won't, though, is oh. the thing. Oh, that's right. She, she won't because... I see, so she... She won't because if she uh, does, then, you know, that's putting her out there. Like, the, the weight of her resources are so big, it's incredibly, incredibly suspicious. Well, she takes out her giant's wallet from Zelda. I guess we only need... Yeah. We only need enough bugs for the gift basket, not for the whole, like, thing, yeah. so... We yeah, can probably... it'll be fine. It's all, it's all has some resources, although hopefully she, any money she spends will be getting reimbursed. I feel like it probably won't, but... I will say that, well, Francisca does have a foreign resources, so she's pretty... See, so. it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Does Francisca also get a bonus because she's from here, or her moms live here? Yeah, plus one to checks for parent help. Well, that's good. So, Francisca, what's your, what's your job in this... Well, it sounds like I'm going to be helping getting the high-quality bugs for this. Yeah, let's get Good some high-quality bugs. have you along, Francesca. His old says, nervously. You two have fun, and wash your hands before you come back here. We've got an establishment to run. I always wash my hands. Please do not insinuate that I don't. <laughs> yeah, I remember the incident with the grasshopper, don't worry. And Robin playfully slaps Isabella for teasing the, the stranger, like she 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 doesn't know when you're kidding or not. Just calm down. Uh, Don't bring back any bad bug. In fact, stencil stencil, go with them and 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 bring back good bugs. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're trusting stencil to someone else. This is so sweet. It's yeah, well, I'm be. trusting stencil also to because stencil's you know very independent now. Very trained, yeah. very well trained. That's good. It's probably going to be a lot of beetles. Bats really like beetles. Oh, we can have stencil f- confirm the best bugs. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Can you do a, can you do a stencil impression? Bugs. Uh, a, a stencil impression? I thought I was the actual voice. Yeah, but sometimes you don't do it and I have to do it. So we okay. can, can I do a stencil voice. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Uh, yep. The worst ASMR. It's real nasty. <laughs> Extremely. Just sounds like a bunch of slurps. It's a little bit too wet for what I was hoping for, but it's <laughs> fine, you know. Stencil's very dry. Stencil <laughs> is always kept very dry at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, even farther, uh, would this be more up or down? Is the, uh, it's probably down, yeah. 
So, so further down from where you are, you can either take a nice leisurely stroll down the, the corkscrew way, or just take a shortcut of uh, a few levels of uh, dumbwaiter and whatnot. You find uh, this this place that is all described. Or rather, she didn't have to describe. She's on this trip. <laughs> she's the one giving direct. I imagine when Adolf gives directions, she's the kind of person who just won't shut up. Like she's like, you need to go left here, then you need to go to like you know five doors on, and oh, then God. like she just gives she way too much like, information. Give, like, landmark directions. She no. gives like, and then you're gonna want to go two blocks down here and turn left, and then well, you're gonna go around this corner here and then turn even right, when, and then from that point you look forward, and then you go. Yeah, to this even when she's with the group, she like cuts really obsessive about it. Like as they're approaching the place they need to go, they're like, we need to turn left on this street. We need to turn left on this street. We're coming up to right now, just as that like as uh, oh my god, you're like you're like listening to Google Maps. Tell me how to get somewhere. <laughs> you're just like turn it's left really, on. Uh, in, in Listen, half a mile on this. Isolde is really frightened that they might go in the wrong direction, that it will be really awkward and annoying, so she has to take absolutely every precaution, which ends up making it awkward and annoying anyway. It's how she works. In any case, you Does arrive. Does she hate to do that thing where you like take a step and then you stop and realize you went the wrong way and you have to take two steps back and turn around that It's almost the kind she of person who will, if she does that, she will just walk the entire rest of the she'll way, keep, even if it goes yeah. for like a mile, like she'll just go around the whole block <laughs> so she doesn't look My... awkward. My manager is like that, and it's so <laughs> funny whenever I could like see him do it at work because he's just so like blustering oh, and just God. like walking around angrily. And it's just really funny because yeah, he'll like turn a corner and you know he went the wrong way. Everyone knows he went the wrong way, but he just he keeps won't admit it. And it's like all right, he has but... to hold on to his pride. <laughs> I love people. It's like all that. he's got left. <laughs> in in any case, you arrive because how could you not arrive with uh, uh, a journey like that? Uh, <laughs> I feel like Francesca probably gets like the stressed condition or something as a result of being with Insult for five minutes. Trying to... I'm sure she's feeling a little dizzy at the very least right now. <laughs> uh, stencil following dutifully behind you and getting very excited Dead. when she when she senses tasty, tasty beetles. Did Insult bow bar like Stencil's whistle from earlier uh, that she gave uh, a little while ago? Has that even been brought up? I can't remember. It has now. What did you huh. say? I asked if Lily if, uh, if Isolde would have borrowed the stencils and whistle from earlier, but then I asked if that had even been brought up since uh, she gave it to her as a gift. Uh, L- Lily's Yule Frost present. Yeah. From, from no, Isolde, I, I know yeah. what the whistle is. I just didn't hear you said. Um. Yes, I guess. No, she, no, no. Lily keeps the whistle because she needs the whistle uh, to call for stencil just in case there's to. an emergency. So yeah. Stencil is just she coming has around. the whistle still, but Stencil, like Stencil, listens. Stencil's okay. around, you know. Okay. She's not gonna like wander off. No, no. Uh, so in inside, you see uh, a completely plain, uh, unadorned uh, shop front. It's, I mean, a- as sort of fantastical uh, and such as as this game can be. Uh, you know creaky oaken doors like sometimes a place is just uh, uh, a research supply shop and those are drab and plain and completely hideous uh, and this this is one of those it's always in her element right now so she instinctively relaxes <laughs> <laughs> as long as she stays in this room everything will be okay even what even after what happened to Gwendolyn last night, as long as she stays in this room, everything will be fine. Just never leaves again. Wow, let's hurry up and get out of here. This is ugh. there is uh, 
a knocker on a desk that is currently unattended. Uh, if you lean over, you see uh, a ledger, like like a sign-in sheet, uh, and just a blank, whitewashed door. Um. Well, Francisca signs her name. She has a very fancy signature. It's the only thing she can write fancy. Her handwriting is otherwise very sloppy. Isolde signs her name, and she always writes in just like- she writes like, you know, computer text, basically. (laughs) God, just like a serial killer? (laughs) (laughs) She, like, takes a very long time making sure everything is very deliberately, like, recognizable, and there's no- no particular style to it. Isolde can write normally, but it's a real- it's a real mess if she does, so she always does this. Uh, eventually someone comes out of the door, uh, having a snack, uh, and looks up, oh, oh, um, did you need, you need bugs? Hello, yes, um, uh, this, um, is this someone as old knows? Is this somebody who, is this the person from before? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's say that this is somebody from your, your college days. It's all, it's all like looks at this person and is trying like obviously wants to say that it's her is all but is worried that if she since she doesn't know the person's name or doesn't seem to remember it immediately that it will become really awkward if she like tries to sort of tries to invoke their relationship and then she doesn't even know who they are so she just kind of looks them for a second hoping they'll recognize her she just kind of you know it is a blinking face devoid of recognition oh dear this is bad um We'll just pretend- we'll just pretend we don't know each other. It's fine. It's better this way. Uh... She says- Oh, uh, you must never have been here before. That's not a- that's no, not a signing I, sheet. I, I, pardon. That's a record of- it's a record of transactions. Oh. Um, but it- it- it's not a mistake yet, as long as you buy something, Now so. she's definitely not gonna say she knows this person, cause that's <laughs> really embarrassing. Uh, hello. Um, yes. Uh, we are on, um, a, uh, uh, how are we supposed to say that we're on a diplomatic mission? I can't remember. See, she's whispering this to Francesca. No, don't say that. Oh god, um, we are- Just say we're like- We're, we're, merchants? No, that's no good. Um. Francesca, we don't have to say what we're here, why we're here, we just have to say what we're here for. Um, we would like to buy, we, we were wondering if we could buy some of the, uh, spare, uh, some of the uh, disp- sp- spare bug pulp or disused bug parts that you may have, uh, that you may have in excess, uh, we are willing to pay fairly for it. Although obviously we are not looking for any prime materials, just a, a large amount of bulk excess, if you don't mind. Would that be possible? I mean, yeah, that's what we're here for. Uh, nobody much comes for the pulp, so we we can get it to you cheap. Bug pulp smells like the Dickens. That will not be a problem. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, give me give me a resources check for uh, for buying some bug pulp. Uh, I'm gonna have Zold look to Francesca deferentially because I think Francesca has higher resources. Most likely. All right, so I'm at a four. With your help, that's gonna be a five. Let's see. What's my obstacle gonna be? Uh, this is obstacle two. It's bug pulp. Yeah, we just need a big pile right. of stuff. How could you screw up asking for bug pull? Let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. No. Three successes. Okay. Okay, yeah. You got some... You get a fair uh, amount of bug pulp. Uh, Stencil does help you find the freshest bug pulp. 
uh, which is something that this uh, inattentive clerk who does not recognize their uh, old schoolmates. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, you know. It's all not a memorable person. She just kind of blurs into the background. It's fine. <laughs> but in any case, yes, you, you have uh, some raw materials that for something that eats bugs can be turned into quite an impressive spread when the time comes. Congratulations. Excellent. So that brings us to uh, a fruit. Uh, the, to, to team fruit. The fruit heads. Team, uh, team fruit, huh? Yep. That's what we're going with. That's, That's us. A couple, a couple of fruits. A couple of fruit getters. A couple of bananas in pajamas. Lily and Zeke. Nope. <laughs> so. Lily, Lily takes two steps down the stairs and just falls down them. <laughs> <laughs> now oh. she's a mashed banana. So I think that what we're going to do is we're going to ask Isabella uh, you know, as a bakery owner, you know what? How we should uh, how we should go about getting t- to find the wholesalers? You see, yeah, getting the best, most delicious fruits. And uh, since since she's in on it, you know, if if she could help us with the presentation after we get them. Okay, uh, so she's going to direct you to uh, this place down on ground level. Uh, it's it's near where uh, you got your scent mixture wheelbarrow, actually, because, well, for the same reason. It's a place that deals in bulk, and you don't want to put bulk on a pulley system and it's a Costco. bring it away. It's, We're going it, to Costco. You're going, to, you're going to, to Gordon Blueberry service. Uh, and <laughs> wow. Uh, and so uh, she, she's given you some tips uh, who to talk to. You're going to get one from... Uh, Isabella on this check so uh, as well as being in the right place Uh, this is going to be obstacle 3 it is blueberry season after all Uh, this is something that is in demand rather than bug pulp hey bug pulp's always in demand it's true which means it's never in extra demand (laughs) yes I'm asking for an obstacle 3 resources check you're getting a plus 1 from your NPC buddy so my resources is three. What is yours, Eliza? Two. All right. So I'll I'll head the check, and then you're helping. So we're at five. I feel like I can handle this, and then uh, and then Lily can maybe handle the baking side. <laughs> in terms of in terms of sure. character skills. Sure. I mean, she she she's got experience with that. Mm-hmm. And. Let's see. What else? What else is even? How else do you even uh, r- get berries better? Let's let's take a look at the at the old character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you even get berries better? How do you? <laughs> I'm losing it. Okay. Um. I mean, look, look some traits. Some traits that'll help you get better berries. Um. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I keep looking at the trait empathetic and trying to think of a way that being empathetic would be would get me a better price on these berries. Become sad um, with berries. Um, I mean, Zeke's other traits are like alert and vigilant and deep ear, which like those are gonna help you maybe like locate the berries. 
You gotta listen really close for that squish. You gotta listen for those fairies. Um, versus um, empathetic might might be like, hey, look, I know this is a really hard season. You know, this is a really rush time. You know, blueberries are in high demand right now, but like this is for the guards. So if you could please, you know, I understand mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. difficult. So I think no, that, that's totally totally right. That's probably good to use. So I'm gonna tap empathetic. So that gives me a 50-50 shot. Probably could throw some throw some persona points at this situation. Well, I mean, we know we got the bugs, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like I can I can throw I can give you one one persona point. Make that a nice 7. Um yeah. if, if we if we don't get the best berries, we know we know we got the bugs. Let's see. I'm rolling 7 virtual dice. One, two, three, four, five, six successes. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Okay. So For you got some choice blueberries. Things. Wow. We got you got... I mean, the, the reason Isabella gave you those directions isn't just because, you know, somebody that you know she does business closely with, but it's somebody that is also like, oh, for the guard, for the good of the territories? No questions asked. You are getting, you're getting the good shit. Uh, so you you have some some prime blueberries. Isabella is in fact jealous. Uh, she really wishes she could be baking with the, those tomorrow. But hey, uh, it's it's for the greater good. How many blueberries is a lot of blueberries for a mouse? Because a blueberry I compared to a mouse get... is quite large. Yes, that is true. That is true. We got get... the four prime ones. Is it like one of those containers of blueberries from the grocery store? You get a, a basket full of blueberries that Zeke you could have been carried in. Uh, yeah, while I unconscious, carry in one? It, it fe- if you had such a basket, it would have made Francisca's day a lot er- uh, easier. In fact, <sighs> that's how many blueberries you get. Thank, thank you for your help with uh, assisting the guard, citizen. Yeah, Sound thanks, citizen. Really suspicious um, about it. You could you could probably make like an entire pie like with one blueberry. Yeah, probably. Like blueberries like the size of like half a mouse's head, or maybe not half, like a it's quarter, probably. A blueberry? It's like the yeah, it's actually yes, the size Really? Yeah, I mean like you're talking like a huge rat, like Well yeah. You're talking yeah. small small rat, small mice, like I guess that's true. Blueberries also vary a lot, so maybe I just get small blueberries. That's true, that's true, that's true. I am thinking of a, a more sizable blueberry than... <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah. I'm well, I'm saying these are the juicy ones. These are like the big... A big... Blue- well, I mean, I used to feed my, uh, my rats grapes, so I have like a point of measure for this, and I would usually... I'd cut a grape in half and then give it to each of my rats. That's a pretty big or, like, feast. Kind of the grapes, the yeah. grapes are big. As the four of you converge back on uh, the the bakery upstairs, uh, you see that there's a pretty big crowd for a closed bakery. Oh boy! And uh, uh, people are are just hanging out and muttering rumors to to one another. You can't make them out, but you know what a rumor sounds like, even if you can't make out any of the Lily's words. Like, what are you guys talking about? Uh, she goes up to like. Robin has uh, uh, pasted a sign on the door that just says "Trespassers not welcome." Wow, that's intense. It's intense. 
Does it say anything else? Is there like a like a picture? That's that's the extent of the sign. That's a little worrying. Uh, Riley, what was Robin's old uh, weapon that she favored in her guard days? Oh, it was a curved sword. There's a picture of that on the sign too. Like that specific one, you you would recognize it as her daughter. Is this ain't just some random <laughs> clip art? It's the one. What uh, happened? What's going on, you guys? Oh, maybe you can uh, answer. I, I heard that some important translator was here, and I figured, who needs translating? May, maybe it's someone who speaks Weaselese, and we can find out what's going mm-hmm. on. So I just wanted to talk to her. And so I brought my friend, who's curious too, and I don't know who she told, but then uh, some people I haven't even heard of, and like you just get muttering all around, like, this this is a town where not a lot exciting happens. Uh, again, they, they draw uh, foreign lands as anywhere more than one day's journey. Uh, this there's a big commotion about who the heck this mysterious translator is. We should use a profession less uh, rare. No, you guys. She she translates old old uh, mice literature into like more modern. See if <laughs> if you were reading like old 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 mice legends, like there's so many that like we you know there it's our language has evolved so much over time. She's a scholar in that, and we we were we were looking for some some old uh, old texts that, that we were helping her work through. Well, and she should come on out, because that sounds cool. She has a and lot of work lot to of, do, yeah. though. I don't come knocking on your door when you're trying to work every day and yell at you to come out and juggle and put on a show for me or whatever. Well, like, let her work. <laughs> how'd you know I'm a juggler? I've seen you before. You were out by the cheese stand last year. <laughs> Lily, maybe you could entertain the people with some stories of the guard, or, or Francisca could. I mean, so, yeah, sure. Tell them, like, just give them some stories and be like, here's some of the stuff she's working on translating, and just tell them a cool story. Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds like a much more fun role than just deceiving oh, people again. Say, oh, oh, boy, this means I have to. One of us is going to run Orator, and we know how that turned out last time. Let's let's exquisite corpse some of these legends of the guard oh people keep mentioning. Oh boy, that's right. Now we can tag legends wise. So I'm already up to five. And let me just. This is a versus test around the crowd's curiosity. Uh, you are rolling against. Oh boy, these are some curious critters. Five successes. Uh, yeah, I can offer. No, no I just We're said helping. we should all. We're d- we should all be putting exactly, in yeah. and. and because I want to, I just want to act out a story together. Me and his older doing like the sound effects. Oh, all right. Well, who wants to start off and describe their help? Did you roll? Oh, that's well, not yet. So let's see. That puts me up at seven for orator. If I if I say something about the black axe, that would put me up. Wait, can I tag more than one wise? Uh, no, I do not believe so. That's fine. Uh, let's see. Got any other special points you can funnel in there? I've got three traits. I've got driven, fearless, independent. So independent's definitely not going to work. Um, 
I would say Francisca's really driven to try to drive people away, not just for Gwendolyn's sake, but for her. Well, yeah, yeah. In the word. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drive them away with your car. Maybe you make it a scary story. Undeniable. <laughs> a scary story oh, that features a curse Oh, and we're going to tell it in the sword. dark. Is it nighttime? Yeah. Yes, it took us all day to Probably. do this. Yeah. It did, yeah. Scary stories that come in the dark. Uh, yeah, so do, do a roll. I mentioned to start talking. Alright, so that could put me on eight. I like fearless will count if I do if we do a spooky story. Yeah. And then I'll spend yeah, we one person. <laughs> Anyway, I'm tagging a persona point, so that will bring it up to ten. So big number for the context. Big results. So one, two, three, four, five. Just barely got it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, So this is going to take some some effort. But have uh, you ever heard the story of, uh, of the 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 mouse that that simply just vanished for for uh, twenty years and then came back at the exact same, looking exactly the same as uh, accounts uh, used to you know say that he looked. You heard you heard that one about Thistle, the the, the mouse that was lost to time. <laughs> oh, and there was the the missing poster came up mysteriously as soon as he d- disappeared. Yeah, but it seemed they were to, looking for it. But it seemed that the poster aged. Like the actual portrait. Right. Francisca tries to drive up the suspense. I don't know if I believe this. <laughs> we need sound effects to make it sound. <laughs> You said you were doing sound effects. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've been waiting. I only made it scary because you said right. you're trying to scare them away. Yes, I I was waiting for you guys to talk about something that made a noise, but I guess we could okay. just do like a general like yeah. Mmm. And the poster blew in the wind. Yeah, I was thinking like it was just like. <laughs> well, um, well, once upon a time, uh, as these legends always start out, there was a there was this this, this mouse uh, named Thistle, and. Uh, we're we're kind of uncovering these these uh, tales of his journey, where he, according to his accounts, whenever he returned after twenty years, looking exactly the same, he uh, he he was only gone for a single day, but it was it was this he was stuck in a tunnel, and it was uh, this really dark, long, winding tunnel, and there was light at the very end of the tunnel, and he just kept walking towards the light. <laughs> I love sound effects. I love music. Keep going more. <laughs> and he kept walking towards the light. But it seemed like the light was always getting further away from him. <laughs> Francisca? <laughs> that was well, a creaky uh, door. You remember what happened next, right? <laughs> you know, the part where, uh, where he finally collapsed because he was walking for so long towards the light. You remember what happened after that? Oh god, I'm drawing a blank again. Oh no. Um. Zeke, you remember what happened, right? 
he, when he woke up, he was uh, he was in a, a beautiful house carved out of a, a giant pumpkin, and there was a there was a very friendly mouse there whose fur was also the color of pumpkin, who offered him some tea. When he looked out the window, he was in a very mysterious place. It was verdant and lush, and uh, there were rivers everywhere. And it was humid. Sol is looking very impressed and seeks on the spot creativity. This is great. Now I'm trying to play <laughs> He had all kinds of strange fruit there that he never had before. Ooh, banana. <laughs> God, she's rich. <laughs> God. Uh, and, uh, yeah, no, and he kept sampling. He was sampling all the different fruits, and, and it seemed like each one had this, like, you know, mysterious effect, and, and, and uh, you know, so one one fruit made him uh, smaller, and one fruit made him even bigger. He, I remember there were there were these accounts of him, you know, like like seeing the entire the entire countryside um, at a scale that no mouse had ever seen before. And I was hoping the story would say scientifically realistic. Yeah, well, it is so. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. It's an ancient text. Yeah, it's it's a it's a myth. That's why it's being translated right now. <laughs> yeah, we're not sure our translation is 100% accurate. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. well, see, the, it's really it's it's a really difficult text, and so this is why people, uh, if you would stop, you know, if you would give her peace and quiet, uh, these translation errors wouldn't occur. A lot of people debate that the translator <laughs> stuff saying. Uh, that he actually be- that he became huge actually meant he just became strong and therefore it's a mo- it's a moral about eating your vegetables. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. There's but a lot of the archaic of the archaic right. word for strong and large Wait. is actually the same in the mouse language. I'm sorry, did you say eat your vegetables when the story about eating fruit? Wait, is pump are pumpkins fruit? Well, so there was a lot of also there was some disputes about whether it was yeah. fruit or vegetables. <laughs> I feel like so back in, we we were learning that back a long time ago. Um, they they were using this word just called just greens, and that was for anything green. And so it, it's actually disputed whether or not he was eating like parts of like like a melon or grapes, or if he was eating like greens. This is gonna like, work like, because at this point, at this point, we're boring. We're, the, we're boring the crowd, so they're gonna leave. They're gonna get out of yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> at this, they they have all decided they're like, okay, that's. That's a plausible thing for a translator to do, and something exactly. I'm not interested in anymore. <laughs> That's the thing, is that, like, like boring <laughs> translation work is just not... It's not exciting. For the for the crowd, I mean, I, you know, I think it's exciting. I'm compelled by it. I would love to hear oh, absolutely, more of the, uh, the of, like, like, uh... It's just... It's not the hot exactly. goss they were looking for. Exactly. <sighs> and so with that I think night is going to fall on your day in Spruce Tuck and we will be back with the rest of your adventure next time good night folks <laughs> <laughs>